I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 432 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, guys, I have a dad who is crushing it on YouTube with his Dad How Do I channel. Rob Kenny joins me on the podcast today. Rob began his channel at the beginning of the pandemic with fatherly videos teaching kids how to do things such as tie a tie or change a tire. His channel has skyrocketed to now almost 3 million subscribers as he continues to dish out the dad advice for everyday tasks. I love the work that he's doing, the message that he's putting out there, and I really respect his hustle. Rob has appeared on Good Morning America, the Today Show, and other media outlets to share his story. I'm honored to have him here with me for a few minutes on the podcast today. Robert Kenny will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Rob Kenny was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the dad, how do I star and myself, please hit me with a subscribe on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right. And as the year winds down here, be sure you follow me over on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace. I will be posting up some of the top moments of 2020 and sharing some clips from the most downloaded episodes of the year. I cannot say thank you enough for all of you listeners out there. This has been just an incredible year for First Class Fatherhood, and I owe that all to you guys. Thank you for all your emails, DMs, and messages. They really go a long way to help me continue to push forward here with the podcast. Friday on the show, magician Justin Willman of Netflix's Magic for Humans stops by to share some tricks and tell us all about his holiday Christmas magic show special airing this weekend, so don't miss out on that. Please consider leaving me a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify. That goes a long way to help me out as well. And as always, dads, please let me share the message about this podcast with every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Dad How Do I Star, Rob Kenny. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, if we learned anything this last year, it's that building health and immunity is more important than ever, and that all begins with what you put on your plate. Bell Campo is on a mission to revolutionize the meat industry for the well-being of people, the planet, and animals by farming meat the right way with certified humane, regenerative, and climate-positive practices, which means it's better for you, the planet, and the animals. That's a trifecta that I'm proud to be a part of, and right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can have Belcampo sustainably raised meats delivered right to your door using my promo code FATHERHOOD at belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood and get 20% off your first order. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood, use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout, and save 20% off your first order at Belcampo. Joining me now, First Class Father, Rob Kenny. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Yep, thanks for having me on. All right, let's kick it off like this here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Uh, I have two adult kids. Uh, my daughter's 28 and my son's 25. Wow, very cool. Um, what type of sports or activities were they into growing up? Uh, I played football myself. And so I tried to steer my son away from football. Um, and he, so he played a lot of baseball. Um, and he ended up, he, he loved, he found football and loved it and ended up breaking his arm. So <laughs> that was part of the reason I steered him away from football. But anyway, um, and then my daughter played volleyball. Okay. Very cool. Rob, if you could, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. 
Yeah, so I uh, started a, a YouTube channel called Dad Hide. Uh, I started it in April because of the quarantine. Um, I had a little extra time on my hands. It's something I thought of a couple of years ago. And um, yeah, I had a little extra time. So I just, um, my daughter had been wanting me to do it for quite a while. And um, yeah, and then it went viral in May. And since that time, it just continues to grow. I'm, I'm at uh, 2.9 million subscribers now. Yeah, it's incredible what you've done with it. And uh, one of the things, Rob, I talk about on my show a lot here is the fatherless crisis. I talk about it all the time. We have way too many kids that are growing up without a father or a father figure in their life. And it's having a devastating result on, on our society here. Are you finding that a lot of the people who are coming to your channel, subscribing, commenting, watching, are they coming from fatherless households? Is that uh, you getting uh, kids that are watching you from that uh, background? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's so that's the flip side of uh, of, you know, the fact that my channel has gone uh, crazy is that it's a little bit sad, you know, because there's a lot of fatherlessness in our in our society and people and then bad relationships with their fathers. And then, you know, I also have a lot of people that just miss their fathers that have passed and that sort of thing. But, yeah, no, it's. It's heartbreaking. And I came, my dad, um, when I was 14, my dad um, chose to not have kids anymore. I, I didn't know that was a choice, but that was a decision he made. We reconciled in the end. So I don't, you know, uh, I don't live there. <laughs> I've forgiven him. And I, for, you know, before he passed, uh, I had forgiven him. And um, but anyway, it's it's a reality that, you know, if you don't have a father, you, you struggle. You know, there's a lot of little things that you just how do you know how do you know how to do stuff, you know? Yeah, and I do have quite, like a, quite a lot of guests that come on the show here that, that grew up without a father themselves. And, and some of these guys, I bring out a lot of Navy SEALs, a lot of military guys, and they say that they see a lot of that in the military, guys that come in there and they find that father figure in the military. Other guys find it through sports and through coaches, and they find that male role model. And unfortunately, a lot of them find it in the street. And that's how we see all these uh, gang activities and all that, because that becomes that father figure. So that, that part of it, it is very sad. And um, what, what was, uh, Rob, what was the first video that you put out there? Uh, and what was the first one that kind of actually made the, the you know, skyrocketed the uh, YouTube channel? Yeah, so the first one I did was how to tie a tie, because, um, uh, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, and I still don't. I'm still, <laughs> if you watch my videos, the you know, uh, I'm still using my camera for the, to film. Uh, but it was, you know, it wasn't very much of a commitment to put out the how to tie a tie. And um, it was like two minutes. Uh, and I've had, I had people saying, hey, I'm watching you tie a tie and I'm crying. They're sobbing just by just the, you know, I, and I have tried to promote kindness. I want, I want people to feel genuinely loved when they come to my channel, learn how to do stuff and, you know, try to empower people. That's what it's called, all been based on. Um, a couple of videos that went that kind of really skyrocketed was I said, I'm proud of you. Um, and people hadn't, you know, a lot of people have never heard that. And that just, uh, again, another it's, it saddens me um, because, you know, we all need to hear that <laughs> throughout our lives. I told my kids I'm proud of them and I love them and I still do to this day. Yeah. One, one thing that's really true, I think, with a lot of dads today, as opposed to yesteryears there, like my, I, I don't remember my father really ever telling me. Not that he didn't love me, but I don't remember them telling me that they love me all the time, my parents, where I feel like I, I've definitely told my kids I have four myself. I've told them I love them way more times than my father ever said that to me. Not that I love them any more than he did, but it's just something that it wasn't a part of the culture. It wasn't a part of the way it was done back then. So uh, I think hearing that is important, especially from some type of uh, male role model. 
And I love the videos that you do about when it comes. I'm a mechanic, a railroad mechanic that I've been doing that for 20 years. I'm a mechanic by trade. And I love the videos that you put like that. And I, I do some free classes at the local library here to show kids, um, you know, how to change a flat tire and stuff like you do on the videos. And I think just basic stuff like that should be required to get your driver's license. We have so many kids out there. They don't even know, like you put out there videos about checking the oil, changing the tire. What is the feedback? Are those, uh, are you getting a lot of hits on videos like that? What's the feedback been on those videos? Absolutely. You know, I, I also, I, you know, I, I did, so I wanted my channel to kind of be a one-stop shop, but I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm a master of none. <laughs> I'm a jack of all <laughs> trades, right? I know a little bit about a lot of things. And so I, 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 I want to be careful to not over, because people will say, hey, can you show me how to change my brakes? I'm like, I've done, I've done it. You know, I know how to do it, but I don't know that I'm the guy <laughs> to show you how to change your brakes. So what I'm hoping to do with my channel um, moving forward is start bringing on other dads, to sh you know that have a heart for kids and that are better at certain things than I am and you know have them have them show so um yeah so the mechanical ones I mean I yeah I I did just how to check your oil because I don't change my oil anymore I used to when I was younger and really I mean in my area I can get an oil change for 30 bucks and so what's my time worth so you know by the time I bang my knuckles and I get under you know and I'm fighting with the oil filter and it's like any you know you got to take the oil and bring it somewhere and so anyway i but i ended up doing how to change your oil because people asked it <laughs> so <laughs> yeah well listen I, I love that concept and i like the idea of bringing on other dads that are special have specialties in certain areas i think that's a brilliant idea and also too uh, one of the things like when i was a kid i was like the kind of go-to guy to hook up the vcr and to do all these things like i was kind of like technical savvy back then now i'm asking my kids hey how do i beam this to the tv i don't know what i'm doing and they're like dad you don't know nothing so it could be kind of interesting to have like the kids showing the dads how to do certain things when it comes to posting on twitter or starting up a, a linkedin account how did you how did you manage to put this together who helped you uh, figure this out did your kids get involved with showing you how to create a youtube channel how to post it or did you find that on youtube so YouTube, I was able to figure out myself and, you know, I've gone to YouTube for uh, myself for resource. It's a great resource, but a lot of times you got bells and whistles going off and you got 20 minutes worth of a video and I just needed a 30 second nugget out of that video. So I was trying to make my videos as tight as possible. That's what was my, was my goal. It'd be a one-stop shop where you can learn how to tie a tie, but also some car stuff and maybe, you know, um, mowing a lawn, you know, we'll get to that eventually. But in all, all reality, my daughter has helped me a ton with Instagram, Facebook. She runs all that for me. I don't, I, you know, I wasn't even on Facebook. I, I had created a Facebook account probably 10 years ago and it got hacked. And I said, I'm done. I, I cut it off. I wasn't on Facebook. And then I, I recently uh, started a Facebook account just so I could see what she's doing on our account on Facebook. <laughs> so on the dad, how do I? Yeah, good stuff. And do, do you ever get into or do you plan on getting into like manners and values, like how to behave at the dinner table, how to behave on a first date, more stuff, personal stuff like that? Have you covered that? Or are you planning to? I haven't yet, but I have done some dad chats. I'm calling them dad chats um, on uh, attitude. I did one on attitude and one on integrity. Um, yeah, so. I think, you know, it's wide open. I think I got all kinds of different things. You know, I'm not limited to certain things. And I've even read some children's books, um, I think. And I want, you know, people wanted me to teach them how to fish and how to go camping. And, you know, so I, there's so much, you know, there's so much content out there. I think it'll take me several years to run out of ideas. Yeah, I, I love yeah. that. And, and let me rein it back into you as a dad here for a second. Um, what, what type of disciplinarian were you as a father with your kids growing up? And is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with?
All right, dads, are you ready to get your side hustle on? I've been driving with Uber for over five years now, and it is a phenomenal way to bring in some extra income for your family. And if you've ever considered driving for Uber, why not take advantage of their sign-up bonus by using my promo code 99N9K. I'm also going to drop a link in the description of today's podcast episode. Just tap the link. It'll bring you right to Uber driver's sign-up page. And as long as you meet with the terms and conditions, you get a bonus and I get a bonus. A fair exchange is no crime. So what are you guys waiting for? Get out there and start making a little side money with Uber and use my promo code 99N9K and start making some extra income for your family today. Um, what what type of disciplinarian were you as a father with your kids growing up? And is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Yeah, you know, uh, I'm one of eight kids um, and I was number seven. And so my parents started out really well and they taught great values to the older siblings. And then when things kind of fell apart, the older siblings kind of stepped up and taught us, you know, kind of helped guide us. So I don't know. I wouldn't say we were. You know, it was super strict in our house, but we understood, you know, we we're from a Catholic family. And so we understood the difference between right and wrong and tried to tried to stay in line line that way. But um, for me, I'm a Christian myself um, and I, you know, I try to raise we've raised our kids in the church. And, you know, I think that that has helped um, keep them in line. One of the things I've always said, too, which I think is a big deal with. With my kids, I we, we kept trying, with my wife and I, you know, we, we tried to give them responsibility. And as they dealt with the responsibility, if they couldn't handle it, we'd take it back. And I tell them that, you know, this is a privilege. This isn't a right. You know, you get a cell phone. It's not a right. You you know, I'm giving it, I'm allowing you to have it because for convenience sake. But if you abuse it, we're taking it back, you know. So little things like that along the way, I think are real important. You just kind of give them a little more slack each time. See if they can handle it. Can't handle it. Pull it back. Yeah, well said. And yeah, I'm a faith-based person myself, Rob, as well. And I think when you combine the fact that, like we say, with a fatherless crisis going on and the fact that God has been removed from so much of our society, those two things parlayed has really, really set this country on fire here. So I think if we just tighten those two things up, we'd see drastic improvements in every every corner of our of our country. I agree. Um, and you know what? Since you've been there and done that, I mean, one of the things that, I, you know, my oldest is 14. He's just hitting high school now. He's a freshman. My youngest is my only girl. I'm getting ready to hit all these different peaks of the kids learning to drive, introduction to drugs, and, of course, dating. So uh, I worry about that more for some reason, I guess, as a dad when my daughter hits there. Thank God she's the last one to go through it. You've been there and done it. How did you kind of handle it, or what kind of advice did you give to your kids when they started to hit that dating scene? Yeah, uh, <laughs> those are the, that's a question for the ages, you know. I don't think there's any magic answer. I think we, you know, we always tried to stay close with our kids, you know, uh, so that we, you know, we didn't get shocked if they told us anything. So wanted to un- help them understand that we're their advocate. We're there for you. You know, I, I you know, we got to get through this. We don't let stuff hang. If, if you're mad at me, let's hash it out and get on with it. Right. Having uh, you mad at me, let's not, you know, let's get on with our lives. We need to hash this out and figure it out. And and one thing I've always said, too, in my interviews is I think it's important to ask your kids for forgiveness. You know, I think when you're when when they're little and you can control the narrative, they think you're you don't got any flaws. But, you know, as they get into the teen years, they <laughs> they start realizing you have flaws, too. And so if you're not willing to admit those, I think they see hypocrisy there. And I think rebellion starts if you're acting like you've got it all together and you're, you know, um, nail on them for the stuff that they're doing. I think it's it's 
anyway, that was important for us was to be transparent. Yeah. Yeah. And, and good point. I think going back to what we were saying there before, how I was saying like my parents weren't so quick to say, I love you. I think one of the things that I'm definitely doing that, like I could never imagine my father apologizing to me for anything. And I, I find myself doing that with my kids, especially when I punish the wrong, wrong kid for the wrong thing. And then I find out about it. I, I'm pretty transparent in that sense. That I say, Hey, I got that one wrong. And I, and I do apologize. And I think that's something that dads do differently today uh, than they did many years ago. So yeah, uh, I, think that's, I think that's great. Along those lines, too, I think, uh, you know, as a, a man of faith, you know, at, at night through prayer, you know, I, it, it's there's you, you're kind of make yourself vulnerable by crying out to God and saying, you know, uh, and you're, you're it's a, a roundabout way to kind of admit to them that you don't have it all together. And I'm just doing my best. God has put me in this uh, position to do my best and I'm going to fail. And, you know, so you can kind of be transparent that way. I think that that was helpful as well. Yeah, and, and yeah. You know, we're a family that eats dinner together every night. We pray uh, before we eat every night. And I think more, most of the problems that we're having will be solved at the dinner table and not on social media here. So I think definitely getting families back to the dinner table. And I think one of the blessings in the silver linings of the whole coronavirus lockdown is it has brought a lot of families closer together and had an opportunity to spend more time, not travel as much for work or so be it. So uh, I think that was one of the things. Uh, and obviously created a lot of opportunities like you out here. Uh, that created this out of, it was born out of the coronavirus lockdown. So I think, you know, there has been some wonderful things as a side effect to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, people are longing for that connection. I agree with you at the dinner table. That was something we always did. We ate dinner together. You know, it wasn't this thing where we all just kind of, and we're lax, a little more lax now with, because it's just my wife and I, the kids are out. Uh, but you know, it was that was very important to sit around and then hear how everybody's doing and give everybody a chance to speak and talk about their day and that sort of thing. I think that's really important. And I think people are longing for some wholesomeness. You know, there's so much garbage that's out there. Um, that's what I get from my channel. People are coming in and just saying how, you know, love the purity, love the wholesomeness, you know, and there, again, there's not a whole lot of fanfare going on. I'm just coming, you know, I want you to come in, learn how to do something and get out, you know, and feel loved while you're there. Tell the dad joke and, you know, and hopefully it can inspire you to do great things. Yeah, it is awesome to see that you're getting the traction that you are, because unfortunately, it seems like unless you're dunking on somebody on social media, you don't get any play. Everyone's looking for that clickbait. They don't care about the story. They just want the click. And it and it really you lose the value of, of what it is. And that's why it's awesome to see guys like you out there putting out positive content, quick hitters and getting the great uh, feedback that you're getting. So I love what you're doing. And now what kind of plans or goals do you have for the future of this? Are you thinking long term with this? You got any kind of book ideas in the making? Well, what's going to be next for you here, Rob? Yeah, yeah, I got some amazing opportunities. And I've tried again, I, you know, I've, I've had so many opportunities for sponsorships from all kinds of different things. And I've tried to filter those. And it's about, you know, probably 5% of the sponsorship. So I've done one with Lowe's. Um, I did one with uh, Simply Safe. Um, I did one with Staybill. Uh, the ones that make sense, stuff that I believe in, or my brother actually loved Staybill. So it was a natural thing to go ahead and, you know, work with them. Uh, so yeah, I do have opportunities, so I, I can't really say a whole lot just yet, but, um, I think probably in the new year, I'll be able to announce some pretty, pretty cool stuff that, uh, has come my way. Yeah. Wow. Phenomenal. Good for you. Last thing I'm going to hit you with here, Rob, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Yeah, a um, couple things, and this is, and I didn't do this myself. I was learning along the way, and now looking back, there's things that I might have done different. Uh, I've tried to, I've mentioned, you know, maybe a couple of the missions 
Because when you ha- when you hold your baby for the first time, I'm sure you can relate to this. When I held my daughter, because she was the first one, and just I'm promising her the world. I'm like, I, you know, I want to do this for you, and I want to do that for you. And you know, you get busy with life, and you know, you have a bad day at work, and all this, and all that. And next thing you know, you're kind of off track. And I think it might be a good idea to to create a mission statement. We do that for business, right? And then you can modify it as you go along, but try to come up with some core values that you want to make sure. You stick with in case you get off track. No, this is what I promise. I want to stick with this, right? And, and pray about it and think about it before you actually create it. But I think it's a good place to start. I think another thing too is long, thinking long term. You know, uh, boy, the, the, there's a an author, Justin Bat. He, he wrote a book called Daddy Saturday. And one of the lines he said in there is, he said, "The days are long, but the years are short." And I'm testimony to that, man. Um, I, I'm 56 now. My kids are out of the house. It was a window that was, you know, here and gone. And so I think if you think long term, hang in there. You know, it'll, you, you, you know, you want to do the right thing and hang in there. Don't give yeah. up. Very well said. I, I love the advice. I love your philosophy on fatherhood. It's been an honor. You're a first class father all the way. And Rob Kenny, thank you for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. You bet. Thanks for having me on, Alec. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Rob Kenny for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Be sure you check out Rob Kenny's channel, Dad, How Do I, on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. And make sure you bring it back here on Friday. I'll be joined by Justin Willman of Netflix's Magic for Humans. He's going to tell us all about his Christmas special that will be available this weekend. All right, don't miss out on that. Uh, That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.